You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate Weekly News Bulletin. Coming to you live from Batuta's Desert Rock FM studios here and brought to you, of course, by Batuta Bitter, the channel country's second greatest export behind, of course, this newspaper and the podcast we do. My name's Clancy Overall. Thank you for joining us. And my name is Errol Parker. Great to be here today. You're going to get stuck into a few uh, Batuta Bitters this afternoon? Well, mate, me and the boys, uh, we got uh, we got into it. Uh, this week, pretty heavy to uh, to celebrate the Wendell death of the Hussey here. Court. Clancy, how are you? Wendell Hussey, good to have you here. We'll um, yeah, I guess Errol can talk about his issues with the family court off air. We won't be putting that out yeah. through the airwaves today. Save uh, that for a couple of Batuta bitters, I reckon. Let's get into the biggest story of the week, and it is Oi, we don't do that here. Scotty from Marketing Bravely orders the AFP to lower their guns during the protests. Yes, it was an incredibly noble gesture from the Prime Minister this week, who was faced with the prospect of a giant March for Justice rally turning up outside his workplace. Of course, the Prime Minister said, in places not far from here, these protesters are met with bullets. So he earned himself a lot of praise for telling our federal police officers to not open fire on the group of distressed women calling for cultural change within Parliament House and Australia in general. And on the topic of stranger danger, a man walking past a drunken pack of women has been forced to clench his keys like he was taught at school. That's right, a vulnerable local man just trying to make his way home after finishing work at his local bar job was forced to call on his muscle memory in preparation for what felt like an imminent assault from a group of women on a night out. Yeah, the bloke named Jordan was forced to quickly fake a phone call while he clenched his keys in between his fingers and kept a wide berth from the rowdy, quite intoxicated group of people in front of him. Thankfully, he did manage to navigate the all-too-familiar situation just another night out for a boy in this city, in this country. Just another night out for a boy. There were some very angry comments on that story. One from the likes of Emmy Lou, who said, hashtag not all women. I would never do this. I have a father and a husband. <laughs> That's what they all say. Fair, fair point, fair point. Elsewhere around town and a forklift driver who dropped a pallet after a big night on the piss has been given a month of politician leave. Yes, Christian Reynolds, a 35-year-old man from Batuta Heights, had a major slip-up this week. But instead of being instantly fired, the casual employee who works full-time hours was offered a month's paid leave to think about his actions and lay low until all the barbecue sauce from the pallet he dropped was cleaned up. Rather than blow up, his workplace said that here in the real world, everyone gets leave without questions being asked. And Christian should just come back when he's ready. Quite a nice workplace there. And two surfers have ended up in a brawl after disagreeing on... Who was more stoked? The brawl took place on the shores of Batuta's man-made wave dam out in the old quarry, with witnesses saying the incident started off rather calmly with one man saying he was stoked at the amount of dope barrels he got to experience on his surfboard. However, things escalated quickly after neither of them refused to concede their stokedness, and eventually police had to be called to sort the issue out. Both surfers have refused to press charges, though, so it looks like all's well that ends well. Very gnarly there, and in a bit of a human interest story to round out the week, a 28-year-old has revealed she still lies awake wondering 
why half the Saddle Club girls had American accents. One of our particularly uh, more successful, surprisingly successful stories this week, particularly online. This one was about Hannah, a Gen Y finance consultant from some faceless firm in our old city district, who says she still, even with everything that's going on in the world, has time to ponder some of the big questions and sweat the big stuff. Things like, what happened to Tartu? Why did Posh stay with Bex after his text messages to another woman were leaked to newspapers? Proving he was cheating while she was heavily pregnant. And why did half of those girls from the Saddle Club have American accents? No one really knows. It was a fair split down the middle. There were a couple American adults, and Mm. um, Mm. no one really knows where that program was set. Was it in North America? Was it in Victoria or one of those other weird rural areas where people enjoy equestrian well the production company on that on that first run of the series was actually canadian so i guess that the accents were american however they they were canadian no the accents were american no no they're all american how about well that's where they live now (laughs) no no they're american no they're canadian all right email us email us if you know the answer to this yeah look i see it uh, more through the lens of an existential question but we will finish up the week on that one thanks for tuning in have a great seven days and we'll be back again then see you later bye-bye please dm us if you do know the answer were they american or canadian they're canadian that's it from us this week Thank you for listening to the Batuta Advocate Weekly News Bulletin. Go and buy yourself a case of Batuta Bitter from Dan Murphy's. They're Canadian. <laughs>